Welcome, apprentices and acolytes, to Unlock the Knowledge, the Star Wars podcast heard around the galaxy. And today, we're going to talk about a bunch of things, including the new Cal Kestis lightsaber from Star Wars Batu. That's right, Hollywood Studios was released this week. Is it worth your money? Lego Star Wars, Queen's Hope, and of course, merch. And Ahsoka got a director. Let's go ready up. Ready up. Yo, apprentices and acolytes, I am Lord Dagavir, and this is Unlock the Knowledge. Coming in from the Dark Temple, visited by Mera Jade, Luke Skywalker, Kyle Katarn, and so many other Force sensitives like yourself. <laughs> fam, it is another podcast of the week. You know, fam, here on the YouTube, Lord Dagavir is still going in, giving you the knowledge, getting you hype, ready up inside the chat, in the comment section, in your car, wherever you're going to work on Monday morning. It doesn't matter, fam. The knowledge is flowing through your veins because it's Star Wars time, baby. <laughs> fam, last week was absolutely the most busy I have ever been in my entire career of work. Friday, that Friday, which was actually the 8th, that was the busiest day. That was the biggest day of my career for work. It was insane. And if anyone follows the accounts that I run for work, you all know what has been happening. Literally the craziest thing. The biggest announcement in the history of our company. It has literally been insane. But here we go. I'm still busting out the content for you because you know I want to talk to all the apprentices and acolytes. Let's go. I am so hyped today. So what I want to talk about is some merch. I know that's such a weird topic, you know. But you know, it's Star Wars. You want to wear stuff that you love the most. And I actually have a couple sites that I want to talk to you about, but also I want to know like your feedback. Where do you shop? Where are your favorite shirts? Where are your favorite beanies and hoodies and socks? Yeah, anything that's like accessorized for Star Wars. Where do you shop? And then we're going to go after Queen's Hope because I actually got that book hella early thanks to Star Wars and Lucasfilm. Shout outs to the fam out there. And I heard that there's a whole bunch of like kind of like hate and like transphobia going around and like stuff like that and all this other like homophobic stuff. And I was just like, yeah, guys, you know, I don't know. Give us a picture. You know, it's 2023, 2022. What the hell's going on here? You know, so but the, but like another thing that I really want to talk about is my, my like me getting excited for uh the ahsoka series and if what's true is going around about the director we are in for a huge thing and of course lego star wars fam i've literally just been playing lego star wars uh, like uh, for the past couple days when i actually had time yesterday i tried to play it a little i played it for like 10 minutes and i passed out because i'm old so yeah old and busy so yeah it was insane it was crazy but yo lego star wars all the stuff is coming out so merch right i literally spent about two hours today after i was done um helping and doing some stuff I was so busy i never really have a lot of time right so star wars was insane and i feel like there's a lot of times where i want to wear something I, I you know like for instance here's the greatest example i loved star wars visions that was the you know the anime series that came out last year it is so freaking amazing and i love that but the thing is is like i love the character f 
Okay. Now, for those of you that do not know, this is the Village Bride, um, the uh, character that had the yellow lightsaber, and um, she had the mask on and the hood the entire time, and those high heels almost. Uh, it was really cool the way she, like, basically ignited her lightsaber. Um, but the Force was called Magina on the planet. Um, and, of course, you know, the, the, there was not, I guess it was a bride, you could say, but there was a girl that was kind of being g given to the pirates. Um, if you remember that episode, that is actually one of my favorite characters in Star Wars Visions. I, I really love that character. And then, of course, the Ronin. And the Ronin, in my opinion, is the more obviously liked. Like, just majority, like, everyone always thinks that, in my opinion, the Ronin is probably the, the best episode in all of Star Wars Visions. And then, of course, you have the Elder, and then the Village Bride, and then from that, it's just kind of like... Oh, wait, sorry, I forgot about uh, the Ninth Jedi. The Ninth Jedi, um, outside of those couple it's like you know every everything else it's just kind of like eh, it's not really talked about or everyone kind of just thinks it's a tie but whatever they're all special you know but the thing is i i feel like at the end of the day like it's so hard to find a really good shirt for that character f you know ronan i can find so many so many shirts so many characters so many um kind of like websites that are all over the place that are merchandised, you know, and, and marketed so well. But if I want to type in Star Wars Visions F, and I'm going to do this right now, right here, right here in person, Star Wars Visions F shirt. It's such a, it, it's such a weird thing to say. See, it says t-shirt, right? So I'll do F. So I type in F immediately and uh, I'm not getting anything, like at all. Um, so let me, so yeah, I'll do the shirt, and of course, so I have Star Wars Visions, like the shirt, actually like the text, and then I have um, Lop, of course, which, it, of course it's relevant, but it's not relevant, you know, if, if you make understand, I'm trying to search for the character F, I'm not looking for Lop, not Lop, from the from the episode Lop and Ocho. Then we have the uh, the band, uh, <laughs> the band uh, from the second episode that I can't uh, that I can't remember right now. Um, then we have Lapanocho again. Then we have Ronins, and th like there is not a single shirt of F or the Village Bride. Not one. And I'm scrolling through several pages. Finally, I found one here for Hot Topic for 16 bucks. But the thing is, is like I always get really upset because I feel like a lot of times they kind of just take the marketed art and they put it on a shirt. You know, Mandalorian, I feel like, took maybe a year for it to finally get a lot of good merchandise. Um, and that was because it was finally marketed like crazy. And then, of course, you look at Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is like one of the most craziest marketed things of all time, man. It's like I can get, you know, if I want oranges with Baby Yoda on it or, or spaghettis, you know, or something like that, or soup, you know, or socks, anything, I can always, I can, I know that's always going to be there. And, of course, that makes sense because Baby Yoda is just so damn popular, you know. And now I'm not asking for, like, every single piece of Star Wars merchandise, but I feel like it is incredibly hard to find solid quality art or merchandise about obscure characters that aren't necessarily liked so much. So where do you find these things, right? And there's a bunch of, uh, excuse me, there's not a bunch, no. There is only a handful of places that I know that I can go. And the few of them are Box Lunch. If you haven't, if, you're not, if you don't have one of these stores, I live in Orlando. 
um, and we get a lot of like uh, malls and stuff like that and these really cool uh, really awesome like in trending hip stores and one of them is box lunch and uh, they have like oh man they have like the craziest coolest stuff there but then of course you can go on the side the website which i always like shopping online because you know i'm just an introvert and i'm a millennial and that's what we do <laughs> but uh, i i do like uh heroes and villains is really good too box lunch is great like i said and then I'm also, I love Design by Humans. I actually have a store on Design by Humans. I don't sell anything on there yet because I just haven't brought my brand on there. I, don't, I just don't think I, it's, it's, there's worth anything for you guys right now that I haven't sold yet. And then of course, uh, Her Universe, which is awesome. You know, and Ashley Eckenstein does all that stuff. Uh, voice actor for, a uh, voice actress for Ahsoka. Those are honestly the only places that I really continuously look at. I, I'm not really sure if there's anything else outside of those and again that's hero versus villains um that is i'm sorry that's heroes and villains that is uh box lunch and then designed by humans and i think that was it yeah designed by humans box lunch uh heroes villains and then her universe those are those that's it i i feel like there isn't anything else outside of that yes like target sometimes i feel like is hit or miss what is, uh, man, there's this, I think it's Kohl's. Maybe Kohl's is the other place um, that I feel like has really good Star Wars shirts sometimes. I think I've actually shopped there for The Last Jedi. Back, yeah, it was right before The Last Jedi. And I remember, like, them having some of the coolest Star Wars t-shirts. Yeah, like, I remember, I just think about the AT-AT the um, or what people call any ad-at these days, the ad-at just kind of like laying down and they're saying like, not today. Yeah, some of the stuff is cool. Some of the stuff is like really solid, uh, man. But like, if I just want like really like personalized Star Wars stuff um, that has some funk, that has some hip, that has personality, ah, uh, man, I, those, are the, those are the only four sites that I can find them on. I really can't find anything else. And for characters like that, you know, like, like here's the thing. Like, what if I wanted like a Darth Revan shirt, you know? Like, I'm going to type that in right now. Let's do it together. Right now, you and me. Darth Revan shirt. Let's see if there even is a thing. Kohl's? Kohl's has a Darth Revan shirt? No, it does not. This is a lie. No, it, sorry. Okay, so it does not. This is just the dark side shirt. And it's just showing uh, Sith Lords. And it's, and by Sith Lords, I mean Darth Vader and uh, Darth Sidious and, and Darth Maul. Um, I do not see... I see an Etsy... Darth Revan shirt. Yeah, I don't see anything else. Um, everything else is like Redbubble, and I'm not really sure if that's like licensed. I think it's just artists who make stuff on there. Uh, so that is the dilemma. Where, where, where are we gonna find? Where are we gonna be able to find actual like, like straight up like in in trending solid created Star Wars merchandise for those obscure characters? But I gotta say, though, what we have on these, on, like, Hero Villains and Her Universe and all these other merch, I feel like is, is, is fine. It's really good. And to be honest, there's so many of them, like, straight up. Even if I was going to buy a new shirt or a new accessory or new merch, like, once a month, 
I would probably not have all the shirts that I would want for another three years because there's that many and they're so good. I don't know. Maybe uh, one day, maybe maybe you guys go out on this podcast and you're all like, hey, man, you know what? Well, Dagvers said we got to get some shirts, so let's start doing this stuff, you know? Because <laughs> I totally, totally would love that. That'd be awesome. You know, hey, who's a character? You know what? Who? Uh, let me know in the comment section. Who is a character that you know and love and you can never find any merchandise on them? That's what I want to know. Let me know. Sh hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up in the YouTube section, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Let's go. So, so Queen's Hope had released actually on the 5th of April, which is kind of crazy because uh, my girlfriend's birthday is that day. My brother's birthday is also that same day. And Queen's Hope actually released on the on the 4th, which is the day before all this. Uh, but it's actually crazy. It was easily the biggest. Uh, it's always the busiest week of of the year for me. It's incredibly hard. <laughs> and I'm, I'm way, way, way less stressed when all that stuff is taken care of because I know everyone is happy and everyone and everyone can relax. But I started listening to Queen's Hope maybe a month in advance, maybe even a little more, because that's when well, that's when uh, Lucasfilm uh, PR had reached out to me and wanted to know if I was interested in getting this book, and I was, of course. It's Star Wars, and it's Padme, man. She's one of the most kick-ass characters in all of in all of Star Wars. Um, and what's really cool about this book is that it actually takes place like right before, kind of. Anakin and Padme's wedding and it's it's so funny because you know I'm not really like a huge like romance person but romance is something that is like a, is a like a major staple in Star Wars you know it's it's respected of course you know I love you I know you know like that's Empire Strikes Back that's like a majority of the fan base is like number one movie right and I feel like at the end of time too is like I'm a huge fanboy of Anakin Skywalker and if I feel like I can't hate Padme at all <laughs> if if I love Anakin because they're literally like right there with each other I mean the uh, the whole reason why Anakin became who he was in Darth Vader and everything it was practically because of Padme and what he did to Padme and then of course he had the entire struggle with that and of course the entire time he is Darth Vader he's thinking about Padme you know um, I feel like he's it's ultimately she is uh, a, a major motivation of like Anakin and why Anakin did not die and I mean Anakin as in like Anakin, uh, you know, the boy that she met on Tatooine, you know, the light inside Darth Vader, basically. And I know a lot of people see them as two different people, and I know I know, I know a lot of people see them as the same person. Uh, and honestly, sometimes, sometimes I wake up and I feel like, yeah, dude, he's two different people, and sometimes I feel like, yeah, you know, he is actually the same person. There is no difference between them, but... Um, it's really debatable, and I feel like either way, you could really find a true anchor to whichever is true. Um, but I do, I do feel like I major towards Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader <laughs> are actually two different people. Um, and when I'm reading this book, there is a lot. Uh, it starts out as like just some little thing, and then there's like squabbling. Uh, but then it instantly gets, like, really, like, a little crazy. Like, oh, man, you know, Newt Gunnery is here. Uh, Padme's in danger. Um, but what I wanted to talk about was just, like, how people are, like, getting a little, uh, just, just annoyed at, like, uh, in my opinion, just, like, stupid things, man. I just feel like, um, I remember reading by the chapter, like, a month ago, and I think... The, I think Anakin and the clones had uh, had said something along the lines of was like yeah we don't really care who you identify as, you know and I was like oh that's cool you know they accept everybody you know that's awesome you know like what what is the problem with that you know like like what is the issue you know and I think Sabi um, I think was like 
they, and I understand, like, you know, I, I, I probably did not read this correctly, but I think they were insinuating that Sabi was uh, by Curious, right? And, I, like, I was just like, okay, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, whatever, you know, that's fine, you know, whatever. Like, I, it doesn't, like, I don't know why it, it gets people so upset. I don't know, I don't know what the issue is, you know, maybe, maybe because, like, they have to read about it, but even if when they have to read about it, it's just like, I mean, you're reading the book because of the characters, you want to know more about the characters, you know, so why about, why is this extra piece of information, like, really getting you upset, you know, uh, it's just, it's just crazy to me, it's like, it, it really is so weird to me that people get so offended so quickly, you know, maybe they're misguided, maybe they don't understand, right? Um, but I do believe a lot of the stuff that I that that I was seeing on social media was homophobic, you know, was transphobic. It was like really bad. It was really nasty, and I and I really do not understand when we're gonna have to like. like I I just don't understand how you can watch Star Wars and and be that person to, and just discriminate. It just makes no sense to me, you know. Um, but outside of that stuff, I think the novel is really good. I and I like reading these books. Because they enhance movies like Attack of the Clones, you know, movies uh, like The Phantom Menace, um, and movies like The Revenge of the Sith, of course. Because there is just so much happening. Like, for instance, one one of the coolest things that happens in this in this book is there is a I didn't even know this. I, I like I had I literally, legitimately did not know this. There is a statue of Qui Gon Jinn. Is an honor on Naboo. And, and Anakin was sitting there and he was talking to Qui-Gon Jinn, like the statue, and like looking for signs and stuff, man. I, f I thought that was so incredible. Like, I thought that was so cool. Um, and then it talks about like Anakin Skywalker's mom, Shmi, and like how, um, oh, oh my God, what they have to do to, to like her back to like uh, make sure she's not tracked anymore uh, as a slave because there's like a, a basically like a probe inside of her. Um, and then of course, like it, it tells you like how she fought slavery and like was like just totally against it and always trying to fight it. But then she was also kind of like handy with like tech and, and not necessarily, I don't want to say slicing, but like she understood how to do things like she was very capable and it almost makes me feel like that's why anakin was almost like two times three times what she was you know because anakin anakin skywalker is anakin skywalker i i just really love that those like uh the whole legacy thing like star wars in my opinion is all about family and you kind of get to see like attributes and characteristics throughout all of star wars characters you know uh oh, oh i mean what are you talking about is like skywalker is that as an attribute of like them losing limbs no <laughs> but I, what i'm saying is uh, i just i just love seeing that for instance i've always thought like Skywalker's had huge issues with dealing with depression and emotion, you know, especially if you look at Anakin Skywalker, you look at Luke, you know, and everything that he went through in Return in Empire Strikes Back, and in between that to Return of the Jedi, and, you know, because basically right after he got his ass whooped by Darth Vader, he basically did not talk to Obi-Wan Kenobi or Yoda that entire time because of what had happened and the comics do a really good of going into that of course and then finally you know he makes his lightsaber again he connects to the force uh he has the green lightsaber 
and then everything that happens when he goes back to Dagobah and he meets Yoda, um, for, you know, for the for that entire duration of time, and then he sees Obi Wan Kenobi after Yoda passes. You know, um, it's just it's just a great struggle of conflict and emotion. And I think, even though uh, I do not like this movie, I think it resonates so very well. In The Last Jedi. No, it's not what I wanted to see. No, it's not what I wanted to be reminded about, how, you know, everyone is normal, right? Because I always felt Luke Skywalker is so special. Uh, but at the end of the day, too, it makes sense in the consistency of Skywalkers and their characters struggling with darkness, because they are darkness. They are born from the Force. They are light and dark. They are the conduit of the Force. Uh, so it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and this is totally trailing off, but I just love how all this is connected to, to Shmi because she essentially started it all. Um, half, well, she started half of it all, right? So uh, it's just cool, and 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 that's why I like. Uh, that's why I really like Queen's Hope because it's not something, in my opinion, that I can just be like, yeah, dude, you know what? Read this because you need to know this for everything else. No, it's just one of the other books that enhances a lot of the movies, and like that's what Clone Wars is. Clone Wars enhances the prequels right uh, I really wish we could get a prequels uh, excuse me a, a Clone Wars for the sequels because that would be freaking awesome I would love that um, but at the end of the day you know that is why I go back and I always think about the Empire saga you know of course and the prequel saga because yeah I, there's just so much enhancing the expanded universe there and Queen's Hope does so well Kay Johnson is such a good writer you know and and you know they wrote Ahsoka as well they were in one of the uh, 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 from a certain point of view books as well I think a couple times uh, and they've also done you know the the other I think it's like what uh, Queen's Peril and, uh, and and the other one that came before that as well and I think they did I think they did one other Star Wars book but I can't remember but solid I like it's just solid writing very good um, and I also was actually given the the audiobook so it was actually the actress for Padme from Clone Wars. So it was like perfect. It meshed so well with everything else. Uh, go out and read it. I, I feel like definitely go out to Audible, get the voice book, um, get the voiceover, and uh, check it out because I think it's really fun. You can listen to it, listen to it on 1.5. It'll you literally finish the book in like two days, maybe even less. Uh, definitely go out, go out and freaking get it right now, right now. Go out and get it. Go, 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 go. Okay. So, let's talk about this next one. Cal Kessis's lightsaber, right? Cal Kessis's lightsaber, in my opinion, is one of the most unique-looking Star Wars lightsabers in all of Star Wars, literally. And, of course, Jedi Fallen Order is literally one of the greatest Star Wars video games ever, and easily the greatest Star Wars video game in the Disney era right now. I know a lot of people are probably liking Lego Star Wars, but hey, you know what? We're gonna talk about that in a couple minutes, but just hold your horses, all right? So here's the deal. Calicus's lightsaber actually has a little issue at Disney Star Wars. And the reason why a lot of people have been kind of like, don't buy it, it's not that good, don't buy it, it's not worth it, is because there's literally like, uh, the lightsaber itself, Calicus's lightsaber, first off, you can buy it you can buy two, so you can connect them, and it can make the double-bladed lightsaber, as seen from Master Paul in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Or you could just buy the one, and it's the damaged version that Cal uses um, throughout the first, uh, was it, like, three-fourths of the video game until you finally are able to... Spoilers! So, yeah, definitely, um, <laughs> definitely go out and play that game so you can see what I'm talking about. But it's the first, uh, the first half, the, the damaged part. Um, some of it is a little bit rubber, but 
it looks beautiful. It looks fine. It looks really nice. Um, but the issue, and this is very consistent with a lot of Star Wars lightsabers, legacy um, Star Wars sabers, is the um, the top. The, the top itself is very large, um, and it's much larger than I think it should be. And this is kind of why, like, I've... I, man, for replica lightsabers, you all know me. I'm a huge lightsaber fanatic. I've been doing lightsaber reviews on my YouTube channel, and I want to continue doing that. And once I get money to spend, I'm probably going to do reviews of, like, like every single Disney uh, legacy lightsaber. And then of course, in time, when I can get other money's lightsabers from other sites. But what I've been seeing is that Disney legacy lightsabers, some of them are a little larger in the ignition part than they're supposed to be. Uh, maybe it is technology, maybe they, I don't know. I don't know, you know, I'm not an engineer. I don't know if it's cheaper parts or maybe it's just the quality of the lightsaber, but I can tell you that the electronics inside are nowhere near as good as, say, Profi, or Xenopixel, or Neopixel, or whatever else is out there right now that you see from, like, Exegol Outpost, or Level Up Lightsaber, or Imperial Workshop. There is a lot of different types of electronics out there, and Disney's lightsaber is definitely, in terms of electronics, on the lower end of quality. But the replicas are, in my opinion, some of the best. And this one looks so freaking good. Even though that hilt, that ignition part, the top of it, is much larger than it should be. Of course, if you look inside the video game, Calcasus does not look like he's swinging a giant monster's lightsaber. Um, this one is a little bit larger, but I, I still think it's like a solid replica. Like. I, in my opinion, what I would do, and this is what I'm going to do, right? I want to buy Rey's Legacy Lightsaber from Disney because I feel like it is the only perfect, near-perfect replica of what she uses inside the movie. I have not seen, and now there's a lot of sites, I have not seen yet a site that has made it look better than Disney's Legacy Lightsaber. The Dark Saber is one that I did want to get, but then I started to compare the Black Series Hasbro Dark Saber to the Disney Dark Saber, and I've definitely noticed that, in my opinion, the Dark Saber Hasbro just outperforms the Disney one, uh, like just the way it looks. Um, it's it's very it's like the shape itself is way more accurate to what it looks like in the Mandalorian than what Disney has produced and it's like it's not bad it's just a little larger at literally a certain point so if I was going to rate them both out of 10 Hasbro would get literally a 9 out of 10 and then Disney would get get an 8 out of 10 like that's it like that's literally the difference you know but Cal Kessis's lightsaber from Disney, I think is worth your money. I think it's like 165 or 170 or something like that. Go out and get it. There's a lot of people there too. My brother was just literally there last week when it released and he said that there was a two hour wait for them. So they're gonna be going quickly, so very fast. So if you live in Orlando, like I do, <laughs> and you wanna go get this thing, go get it now. Or maybe you live in Cali, go get it because I'm not sure if these things are gonna be around very long because it seems like they're also trying to 
um, I don't want to say stop selling a lot of these lightsabers, but when they go out, I, I feel like it's going to be really hard to get these things back. So do not miss this, okay? There isn't a lot of official, you know, Cal Kestis lightsabers running around there, especially with Jedi Fallen Order 2 coming out soon. Go and get this, fam. This is going to be the first one for a while. And you know what? When it sells out, it might not be back. So don't miss out. Okay. So I'm going to talk about LEGO Star Wars first before I talk about the Ahsoka series and the director. Okay? Because um, I actually, my thoughts about the LEGO Star Wars is actually uh <laughs> incredibly fresh and i want to make sure that it stays that way so let's talk about lego star wars now like i said friday was by far one of the busiest days of my career um it was by far the biggest amount of pressure of my career uh and i absolutely pulled through i like everyone was impressed that i was impressed with the team because they literally made it the easiest thing ever for me in terms of like most <laughs> literally most like <laughs> pressure and nail-biting things ever that I could ever do in my entire life um, but yeah I what I wanted to do that day is I wanted to just unwind and relax and then play Lego Star Wars uh, and I started playing um, and I played a little bit before I, I actually played a little bit before with my girlfriend and this is kind of where I'm gonna tell you some things and I don't think you're actually gonna like what you hear but everything else is positive, I promise, okay? Because, <laughs> you know, this is a positive... This is this is a positive Star Wars podcast. I know there is not a lot out there, but I got you right here, fam. Co-op is trash. Uh, Co-op is, is... Excuse me, sorry. People worked really hard on this. I shouldn't say that. Co-op um, needs to be improved. Definitely. Um, it's, it's upsetting because in prior... Lego Star Wars games, or, or I think in, in, not even in Lego Star Wars, I, or, or Lego Star Wars, I feel like Lego games in general, I think I was playing the Harry Potter one, like, last year with my girlfriend, and the way split screen worked was very dynamic, you were on the same screen, there was no split, there was only a split until you walked away too far from each other, then the split screen emerged, and then if you finally were getting closer together, the split in the middle would dissolve and it would finally phase into one large screen where you both were playing. This does not happen in LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. The game cuts the split vertically. It's not a traditional um, horizontal, so you're getting uh, two sides of the larger screen. Now remember, you know, we live in a day and age where the ratio is basically a rectangle. So if you're going to cut it in half horizontally, you would be getting a much more left-to-right range, right? Uh, a much grander left-to-right range than you would up and down. This game cuts it in half vertically in a rectangle. So you're getting more sight up and down than left and right. In a video game, that's kind of trash because <laughs> you can't, like you're not seeing, you know, you look to the right and then you're instantly seeing like the other person's screen. Um, and, and because that border is there, I just feel like it, it kind of gives you motion sickness. And I'm not someone that gets motion sickness at all. I like I've been deep sea fishing. I, I like I, I always ride roller coasters. In fact, roller coasters put me to sleep because I feel like they're not fast enough. Um, 
And when I play this game in split screen, I my eyes start to water, and I don't feel good. Like I just don't feel good at all. And I I know too like. I know that these devs were crunching so hard because this game was pushed back so many times. And you can see why, because the game is beautiful. Like the game is absolutely extraordinarily beautiful, you know? It's, it's crazy that a Lego game looks this good. And this is a Star Wars game. And it's literally in my, like anyone that has ever worked on a Star Wars game and didn't deliver, in my opinion, or that was canceled, is probably punching air right now. Looking at how beautiful Star Wars, Lego Star Wars is, man. It's that nice. It's that beautiful. I do not, I do not want to leave Coruscant. I'm, I'm playing episode two right now. I literally just started, and I feel like it's incredible. And the only downfall is that it, that it's Legos. You know, it's not a a, a realistic-looking game, but even if it is Legos, it still looks amazing. It still looks so good. Um, I got to the part where, you know, Attack of the Clones, Padme, you know, she just get she just gets from the launch pad um, on Coruscant, and then of course Mace Windu and Yoda on there, Kiari Mundi and everybody else, Master Lumara, uh, you know, Barriss Offee, and they're all sitting there talking to uh, Palpatine. And I'm looking out of, you know, uh, Palpatine's little, like, harbor, excuse me, his, uh, his kind of, like, getaway, and I'm looking out his window, and I'm just like, this is the closest I've gotten ever to a video game that I've played to open-world Coruscant. And it looks so beautiful. I, I, it, it's gorgeous. It's mesmerizing. Really, it is. It, because it's just... It's just, a, it's just a goddamn Lego game, and the goddamn Lego game does it better than all the other freaking games that I've played. Like, even Star Wars The Old Republic, you know? And and that's the thing, too, is, like, I, I love Star Wars The Old Republic so much, but Star Wars The Old Republic is in the Old Republic, you know? It's not in the prequel era, you know? It's not in the Emp it's not in the Empire era, era. It's not in the sequel era. And that's the thing, too, is, like, I kind of feel like Star Wars fans deserve an era-esque games, like games that are in every single era. Every genre should be in every single era because... At this point, there's just so many different generations of Star Wars fans, and not everyone can appreciate the games and the creations so much because they just aren't attracted to that version of Star Wars. Does that make sense? So, when I'm looking at LEGO Star Wars, you have one through nine episodes. Um, of course, I don't know what's going to happen with the DLC. I don't know if it's just characters that are getting released, or if it's actually, like, levels and stuff where you can play, like, The Mandalorian, The Mandalorian Season 2, The Bad Batch, The Book of Boba Fett, you know? Like, that'd be really cool if there's actually, like, episodes of that, and we can we can do that in the game, but I think it's literally just characters. Um, but that's fine, you know? That, that, that's, that's cool, that's cool. Um, but here's the deal, right? <laughs> is that co-op absolutely is not good. Um, they really need to add online co-op um but this is by far the greatest star wars game i've ever played <laughs> like it's it's like it is that good it is so freaking good like i love jedi fallen order you know um i never in the in my life thought i would ever be so happy and excited about a lego game i used to work at gamestop and i used to recommend people to go and play this game because it was the greatest for co-op i would not do that now this is not a good game for co-op if you're sitting there and wanting to play with your kids, um, maybe your kids would like it. Like, you know, kids that have never actually played other LEGO games and have no idea what to expect. I think that they would be more um, 
enticed to enjoy it because they just they're not expecting you know they're younger so they can kind of adapt to that weird you know look but uh yeah no me and my girl instantly like she didn't even want to play anymore she didn't even want to play and she was like yeah no i just can't do it it's making me sick it's hurting my eyes i'm really sad because i really wanted to play this game and i can't do co-op with you so you know i just started playing because i love star wars and i just i just kept playing and i was enjoying it and then she saw me enjoying it in single player and then she ended up playing in single player, you know, so I let her play. So, and that's the thing is like, you that's the only way you can experience the game right now. So, uh, even with that, the game is like a 9 out of 10. Like straight up. It is that good. Lego Star Wars is that good. I'm very sad that I'm, I'm not, <laughs> that I'm not streaming it. I really wish I could stream it with you guys because I have laughed and I've reacted. It's just so fun to see. I remember like I was playing the Phantom Menace and then I saw a clone trooper for some reason that was just walking around Coruscant and I was like, what the, what are you doing here? You're not, you don't even exist yet. You know, it's just like, it was just the funniest stuff. I just, I, I love it. Oh, um, you can't turn friendly fire off. Uh, that's really weird. I, don't, I mean, I think that's kind of been a thing in Lego games, but yeah, no, like, when we, when we when I was first playing with my girlfriend, she just absolutely destroyed me, and I was trying to figure out why I was dying, because I'm not bad at video games, and, th and then I realized it was her that was killing me, <laughs> after, like, the seventh time, after the seventh, of Qui-Gon Jinn dying, and I was just like, what the fuck, it's you, you did this, so, yeah, that's, that's, that was fun, that was, no, it was not fun, that was so aggravating, <laughs> All right, Lego Star Wars is awesome. Go out and get it. You deserve it. Go treat yourself, okay? Oh yeah, man. Jesus God, dude. I, I can't wait. I can't. I can't wait to play more of that and see what other characters they get. All right. So here we go. Ahsoka series has apparently found their director, and their director from these rumors. And let me tell you these things. I usually do not talk about rumors. Uh, but the thing is, is like, the rumors recently have kind of been spot on, like 100% spot on. And I'm starting to think that they're intentionally leaked because they want the fandom to react. And if the fandom doesn't have the right reaction that they're anticipating, then I think those things get put on hold. But as of right now, what the rumors are saying is that Peter Ramsey is taped as the director of Ahsoka for Star Wars. That's insane. If you do not know who Peter Ramsey is, I'm going to tell you right now. So get ready for the knowledge, baby. <laughs> I'm serious, okay? Um, so he's directed for sure, I believe, these movies. And that was Monsters vs. Aliens. Um, that was like... Uh, really good. Monster vs. Aliens, I think, was, like, actually solid. Um, he's directed Rise of the Guardians. I remember I watched that. My girlfriend made me watch that. It was actually solid. It was it was good. I didn't hate it, you know? Um, and then uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. He's also producing the next uh, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Um, the other movies he's been on for other, or as a, uh, or on the writer, here's, here's, here's what he's done. He's done, um, Almost an Angel. I have no idea what the hell that is. He did Head of Story for the original Monster vs. Aliens. Um, he was on the storyboard for 
uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, which is actually the only Spider-Man one that I have not seen. Um, he he was an illustrator for Batman Forever, uh, Far and Away, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, and then he also was on like Independence Day, Men in Black, Mortal Kombat from 1995. Let's go! That's dude. That's such a good movie. It's like a good bad movie. It's like so bad, but it's it's so great. He was on Shark Tale. He was on Shrek the Third. I do not like Shrek, but I know a lot of people like Shrek. Um, yeah, he was on a lot of, uh, he was on a lot of stuff. Uh, a sh uh, dude, a shit ton of experience, and, uh, I have seen Spider-Man Into the Verse so many times. Um, like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that movie. I think it's one of the best animated movies of all times. Uh, like crazy. He has a lot of experience in animation, uh, which makes me feel like he probably is a very hard Star Wars fan um, because I'm, I'm getting a lot of Filoni-esque vibes from this um, who also has um, enough uh, real-time live action experience because he's been around on a lot of these things um, and this is Star Wars and a, a character like Ahsoka has of course it transcended from illustration and animation to uh, live action uh, and I feel like this is the perfect character for him to take a series on you know this might be the most perfect match in my opinion uh, after everything that I've literally just said and said out loud I mean I really feel like that that's gonna be awesome it's it's gonna be insane I'm actually so excited now I was already so excited because you know I've been splurging about um, the Ahsoka series, you know, and I, I I really feel like it's it's just time. It's time. It's time. It's it's so time for this to get going. Um, I think Spider Verse also won like so many awards. Oh yes, it did. Here we go. Ready? Best animated feature film, uh, best animated film. I'm oh, sorry, best animated feature, best animated film, directing and feature production, and best animated feature. So that is four. Um, th that's a four awards. One of them is Academy Award, Any Award, British Academy Film Awards, and Critics' Choice Movie Awards. Um, and that was all for Spider Into the Verse. Rise of the Guardians uh, got a Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature Film. Um, it was nominated and one I, okay so, so i think something was nominated something was one um spider-man into the verse was also uh i think also won a golden globe yes a hugo award i'm not sure i actually cannot read this i am absolutely garbage at reading this i cannot tell so but it uh but a lot of the films that he's been in have actually won awards especially from 2019 yeah, from Spider-Man to the Verse and Rise of Guardians, it looks like that was his most successful films. So, um, that's pretty awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait for this, man. I, I feel like Ahsoka... You have Mandalorian Season 3, and then you have Ahsoka. And I feel like these series are ultimately going to transcend Star Wars into this pre-sequel era, post, you know, Return of the Jedi era. And, uh, like, I, I'm not sure if everyone is really understanding the potential of these series and and what they might do and of course like last year we had you know the thrawn casting and everything else that's been going on i just can't wait i want it now 
I want to see what's going on. I am absolutely excited for Kenobi. But you know me, I'm always I'm a visionary. I'm always looking for the future. I want to know what's next. I want to know what's going on. All these whispers about John Boyega and Daisy Ridley, you know, and, and what's happening here. And then, of course, the Ahsoka series. But it's it's really going to be what's going to happen with the Ahsoka series. Because with Mandalorian, with Thrawn, with Ezra Bridger, you know. And then, of course, you have the Darksaber. So you know Sabine Wren is going to be mentioned or talked about, you know. And, of course... Uh, Ahsoka, uh, like, and, and Mandalorian Season 2, and how Thrawn was mentioned, like, they're setting everything up, fam. They are setting everything up. It's, it's, it's all there. It's, ugh, the steps, man. We're just, we're follow. it's, these are our first steps, fam. <laughs> I'm excited. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this version of Unlock the Knowledge, and you know you can hear it anywhere, because I know for a fact you all are coming in from the Dark Temple. Visited by Mera Jade, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, and Kyle Katarn, and so many of the Force Sensitives, like yourself, I am Lord Dagavir. I hope you enjoyed Unlock the Knowledge today, on the 9th, or whenever you're listening to it, fam. I'll see you around. Deuces.